Welcome to Prashna Sparks special series, 59 Days of Healing, where we explore one maxim from the Tibetan Lojong text, seven points for healing dualistic mind each day to integrate the practice into our lives. Today is day 34. We're in the midst of point six, healing promises, and have arrived at maxim 34. Do not play favorites. If you have the ebook that's the companion for this series, you'll see the literal Tibetan translation for this maxim. Do not shift the zo's load to the ox. Yeah, that's why I render this as do not play favorites, because what the heck is a zo and why shouldn't you shift her burden to an ox? A zo is a hybrid between cattle and yak. They're very, very strong. They produce very nutritious milk, and they're highly valuable in Tibetan culture. What this maxim is saying when it's saying don't shift the zo's load to the ox is the zo can carry a lot more than the ox can. It's a lot more capable. But there's a tendency because they're worth so much to dump the load of the zoo on the poor ox, even though while the ox is strong, it's still not strong enough to carry this big a weight. There's a sense, as I've rendered it here, of don't play favorites. Don't just dump things on a person or a group of people to preserve yourself, your friends, your colleagues, those you like. Why wouldn't you do that? Because remember, we're talking about dualistic mind. We're trying to heal the kind of habit of dualistic mind to put people in neat little boxes and then to have every action be flavored by the way we nail people down in those boxes. What this maxim is saying is not just don't give very burdensome things to people who can't handle it. That's definitely part of it. But it's also being even broader, as most of these maxims do, if not all, and saying, look to yourself. Where is that urge coming from? Is it an urge to play favorites and protect someone? Is it an urge to sort of show how someone you're not crazy about is not going to be able to handle something, for example, in a work situation or wherever it may be? It's basically saying not to put more on their plate than is appropriate or wise or kind. Here too is a maxim that is encouraging us to open and be more even keeled about the ways we enact our relationships with others in the world. All of these maxims are in the realm of relative bodhicitta, which is what we usually associate with compassion, that aspect of bodhicitta that is operative among individuals, be they other humans, animals, what have you. This maxim is asking us to be more even-keeled with how we interact with everyone, not being so ready to categorize people as friends or enemies, have bias or prejudice due to color or gender or anything else, color how we interact with others. Our regular episodes, of course, I write a song for each of the episodes, and I'm not writing a song for each of these, but I could not help thinking as you were describing the zoo, zoo, a yak, a female yak. <laughs> anyway, 
you were talking about not categorizing people so readily as friends or enemies. And, you know, you're talking about these boxes that we put people in. So I was thinking about discrimination, how we treat people differently based on all of these different characteristics. And is this about just not treating people differently? Or is it about not seeing people as being different from each other or not about not seeing people within these boxes of categories? As a matter of fact, that's saying treat people differently. Treat the ox different than you treat the zoo because the ox can't handle as much as the zoo can. It's almost an inverted logic here where we have a tendency to, pro- to protect the favorites even when they don't need it. What it's trying to say is be alert, responsive, and aware of the distinctions and the conditions in every interaction so that you can be alive to what's happening and not just respond to categories or to your own prejudices in the way you interact with others. So it's saying be present with people, be aware where people are and interact with them as individuals. And you see, when I'm writing a song in my head, I am just not even getting the content of what you're saying. So thank you for being really clear about that. I love that idea of being alert and responsive to and aware of the distinction and the condition so that we can be more specific in some ways in terms of how we are treating people and interacting with them. How do we do that within a context of a society where we have been trained in some ways to treat certain categories of people better or worse than others? And if we say, okay, well, you know, we've tried to remedy that in our society by creating laws and policies where we're trying to treat people more similarly so that we can not have our prejudices playing out in that. But if we say, no, 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 it's not about treating people, everyone the same. It's about treating them more distinctly. How do we do that in such a way that we're not being influenced by these prejudices? That's a great question. Depending on the particular location that we inhabit culturally, we may have to do some work, do what's on our plate to be anti-racist, for example, so that our distinctions between individuals aren't flavored by that. A lot of the time, some of that is acknowledging that that's there, that there is a subtle indoctrination that happens to us that we're not immune from and to actually go out of our way to counteract it. This maxim is being even more basic than that. It's trying to engage the open heart. At that level, the habits, the cultural imprints do fall away a bit. All of that stuff is very much about dualistic mind. This is precisely why this maxim is here. It's trying to undo the habit of relying on dualistic mind and all of the social habituation that goes with that and allow that to fall away a little bit, to go into the softness of the open, tender heart that is, if not immune to society, less ready to take up society's flags for every purpose. This has been Yeshe and Tanya on day 34 of Prajna Spark special series, 59 Days of Healing. Tune in daily for more maxims from the Tibetan Lojong text, Seven Points for Healing Dualistic Mind. 
Check the episode notes for more resources. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Prajna Sparks, and email us, sparks at prajnafire.com, with any questions. May all beings benefit.